What's up, dirtbags? Welcome to episode 207 of the Midwest Angler Podcast. Scott Sturman, Matt Deitch, what's going on? Oh, I'm doing uh, pretty dang good. How about you? Ah, well, doing good, doing good. good. Uh, uh, you know, just uh, just hanging out, doing dirtbag stuff. That's right. Anticipating the... We're supposed to get rain. Rain. Tomorrow. Like, they're talking up to like an inch of rain. Well, I mean, it is, uh, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow, so I mean. Yes. I mean, all, yeah, that might be tears from some yeah. <laughs> some people, I guess. I don't know. You, what do you, what do you do for, do you, nah, do you do nothing, any, nothing, no. nothing, you no. don't, don't make breakfast, don't, uh. Nah, not usually. Nothing. I'm, I'm not real romantic, I guess. I, I think that Valentine's Day is one of them fake holidays. Made up by women to. Well, not made up by women, just made up by like, you know the industry to uh make people buy stuff useless stuff the flower the flower yeah. growers i think yeah. it was just another reason for elementary teachers to get cupcakes and have parties in the afternoon well i mean that's a good enough reason right there <laughs> i know that's that, a good enough reason nothing wrong with that i guess nope uh, i didn't really know what i was going to do for kayla and i uh went into the amazon cart and she had some i don't know if it's a kindle or i think it's a kindle some special uh, cover for her Kindle, and and I shouldn't say special. I think it was twenty bucks. So I bought that, and yeah. uh, it got delivered today. And I got a Snapchat this afternoon while I was at work. Hey, thanks for the Kindle cover. <laughs> Happy, Happy Valentine's Day. Day. Yeah, that, <laughs> you that's... lucky dog. You. <laughs> we might go out to eat or something like that. Yeah. But other than that, it's not. I always tell her, don't get me anything, and I'm not going to get you anything. That so. that's the key. You got to tell them, uh, and and. But you never know if they're like, well, right. no, don't give me anything. You know, it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. That could be a setup. It definitely, definitely is so. I that mean, could be a setup. You got to be careful with that stuff. Um, but yeah, like I said, I, I just don't. I'm not a big. I never have been. Yeah. I mean, it just hasn't hasn't been my thing. I think it's too cliche. I think too many people get too overboard with it, and uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I think it's kind of dumb. Yep. All right. Um, what's not dumb, uh, is the people that bring you this episode this week. Uh, that's our friends over at Dakota Angler in Sioux Falls, South Dakota, uh, East Benson, East Benson Road. Yep. East Benson Road, uh, Dakota Angler, Josh, Todd, the Hike Camp crew up there. And, uh, this week, uh, Clam Stoplight Bobbers. Yep. We got them on sale. And if you like. haven't, if you don't know what those Clam Stoplight Bobbers are, uh, they're actually like way cool. If, if you're a bobber user at all, um, I, th- I think they glow in the dark, uh, a, a certain color. And right, then they're kind of like sensitive to the, right. Like and bite. then the farther that they get pulled under the, they change colors or whatever it's, I don't know. It's cool cool deal something different and uh um i don't know they they're on sale right now so uh uh if you're if you're a bobber person i'd suggest taking a look at that uh what else do they got uh clam rattle spoons are on sale as well clam rattle spoons. Okay. um they got all kinds of stuff i mean on sale yet uh i think they have some batteries norsk batteries norsk yep. batteries that are on sale i think like their whole inventory of ice fishing stuff is pretty much on sale so jump onto their website or stop in and see them i mean heck if you need a last minute valentine's day gift Ooh, for your significant get other get your wife you know. a freaking tub of waxies <laughs> you wanna get you the wanna, red spikes yeah right? nice, that's <laughs> true go. yeah that's true 
You you bring home a freaking uh, uh, baggie of red spikes, and there's a good chance that uh, uh, you'll be busy nine months from now. <laughs> that's right. That's a, that's a good warning, you know, for people to know that if you want to go fishing in nine months, just yep. make wise wise decisions. Yep, that's exactly right. <laughs> but no, stop up there and see those guys, and if you can't. Jump onto the website. DakotaAngler.com. Use code DIRTBAG and uh, get yourself a little extra savings. That's right. Can't argue with that, especially on Valentine's Day. Yep. Uh, A couple housekeeping uh, items that I want to dive into. Um, It's crazy, but uh, we've been meaning to tell you guys about this uh, for the last couple weeks and uh, never did, never did, never did. Uh, last week ended up going so stinking late. Uh, hell, we forgot to mention Freedom Brew on yeah, the freaking show last week. I, I called Austin. Home. I called Austin and I, I, I said, "Hey, man, I, I don't know what the hell happened, but I apologize." And and uh, you know, we were just the Freedom Brew ran out. I did. And we didn't have the go juice. That's right. But uh, um, yeah, you got uh, uh, when you hear this. Uh, I think you got two more days. Uh, you got till Thursday. The what would that be? The 16th Thursday, yep. the 16th, uh, Bassmaster fantasy fishing, uh, first tournament of the year on Lake Okeechobee. That's www.bassmasterfantasy.com. Uh, get yourself signed up, uh, get, get, get a login and just make oh, just make me. sure that you put the B in there on Bassmaster Fantasy. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. You might be going to a different right. You'd go to Matt's homepage. <laughs> Cal, <laughs> I, I didn't. I never thought about that. How close that? Could, oh man! Whoa! Yeah, there's a lot of dirt bags out there right now. Accidentally leaving yeah. the bee out of yeah, there. Two, so. p- two picks Hicks is like, oh, that's my favorite website. But uh, I'm on that fantasy team. Yep, that's right. Uh, but Midwest Angler Podcast. Uh, if, if you go on, you log on, uh, you get yourself a uh, um, username. Yep, whatever. Uh, from there, you can uh, pick your. Uh, hold on a second, my freaking! I feel like my microphone's going bananas here. Huh? No, I don't know what the hell's going on, but whatever. <laughs> uh, just doing it live. Just doing it live. But uh, um, you go on there, you get yourself a, a username, password, whatever. After that, set yourself a lineup. Um, you'll be able to pick, you'll be able to even, uh, there, there's a button that says uh, set my lineup, I believe, yep. or my team, whatever. My team is what it usually says. My team, and after that, uh, you just kind of go through. It's pretty self-explanatory, but if you're having any issues, uh, either reach out to us, or I think there's even a tab that says, like, you know, how, how to play, yep. and uh, pretty much everything on there. Uh, it's real um, easy. Yep. And you don't have to know a ton about bass fishing. Nope. Uh, we'll try to remind you throughout the season, um, you know, when to set your lineups, whatever. Uh, I think you can get it in a text message form, too. Um yeah, like I said, it's it's super easy and super um, fun. That's the main thing. Super fun. We're not. It's not like a highly competitive thing. It's just fun. To, Are you for, kidding? You talk to Jeremy K. Well, right. I know, like that. I'm just trying to like the new people. I'm trying to get them in there, get yeah. them in the door, and trap them, and then they realize like, oh. This is some as of these cutthroat dudes, as it yeah, gets. Some of these dudes are. They're really saying that stuff to each other. Yep. So bring your A game. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, Midwest Angler Podcast. Uh, if you if you join our group, Midwest Angler Podcast, password dirt bags. Everything is lowercase s on the end of dirt bags, 
and uh yeah then i guess uh with that then you'll be in definitely and you can set you can do the fantasy fishing and this drain the lake yep yeah exactly both, exactly. Of, them are, both of them are there make sure to do both of them every week um because it's a tournament this week and then the following weekend as well is there is yep. there the the regular fantasy fishing is more important than the drain lake you don't right. necessarily if, if you don't right. want to do all the extra um last year i I forgot a couple weeks i believe yeah it happens but uh whatever the case um yeah moving along uh well i guess uh i guess we'll just start right out and say uh uh 2023 is has kind of been uh, the year for retirement it, it really has people are kind of starting to say some of these longtime veterans of different sports different things are finally starting to say you know what enough is enough i'm i'm ready to do this and just enjoy life uh, for the most notable one, uh, was it Chad Henney last night that, uh, retired after, after the, the, yeah, the backup quarterback for the chiefs. That's the most notable that's one most of 2023. Notable, right. I mean, he actually he cracked a beer out on the, yeah, on I the saw field that. last night. Started drinking it. So <laughs> it was a Bud Light. So that's it's a, like, well, I'll dock you a little bit of points, but it's still pretty sweet. <laughs> that's a, that's a, it's the way to do it right there. Yeah. What are they going to do? Oh, right. No, <laughs> I mean, you're celebrating. Not induct you into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. <laughs> Which I doubt he's going <laughs> well, to. Well, I mean, so. that's just it. Like, right. you know, you made your money. Like, you guys can you guys can all piss off. Like, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, and I'm, I'm thirsty. He'll so. probably get a call, though, and he'll end up being a backup somewhere in, yeah. next year. Yep. Somebody will get hurt, and they'll bring him in. Yep. But uh, um, no other notable uh, 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 retirements along, uh, you know, Chad Henney, Tom Brady, guy yeah. you may have heard of. but Little known uh, quarterback. Yep, but uh, big ones uh, today in the fishing industry, uh, Kevin Van Dam and James Holst of In-Depth Outdoors. And, uh, boy, I didn't I didn't see that coming from either of them. Uh, no, it really surprised me when I saw the KVD announcement today. I was kind of like, I mean, it, it surprised me. But it doesn't surprise me as well because he's getting up there and right, stuff like that. Right. And he's accomplished so much. Is he getting up there though? I, I mean, realistically, not, I mean, not really. I mean, in terms of fishermen and stuff like that, I think that this the tournament grind has probably, you know, gotten to him. And again, he's one of those guys that has accomplished a lot, and he's got a lot of other avenues that he can probably explore. And yep, maybe, yep. maybe that's where his focus is starting to go to. At and the end of the video, so so how he did it was he made a video, KVD, the announcement. And and, and like Matt mentioned, um, you know, he, he talked about the grind of, of uh, you know, tournament bass fishing, you know, weeks and weeks and months out on the road, you know, all summer long, spring and summer. And, uh, but at the end, he said, I'm not retiring. I'm just kind of switching my focus or something like that. You know, you know what that means. Oh, I know exactly what it means. <laughs> I know. Like, I, I mean, that is what we are talking about right, right now. Like, I will tell you right now, it, go back and look at the video. Go back yeah. and look at that video. That is a two and a half minute video. And he mentions Ray Scott. He mentions Bassmaster. He shows like freaking a minute and a half of Bassmaster trophies. And he mentioned Major League Fishing for about a total of 15 seconds. Yep. He said back in 2007, I think it was, or 2001, I don't remember which one, uh, I started fishing the Major League Fishing uh, uh, 
events uh you know they what they have the just the little tv show deal where, yeah just yeah. the little just the little deals and uh still fishing the uh the bass pro series today that was it that was it that was it that's all he talked about yep He's never never it is i'm telling you right now <laughs> and i'll even i i think he is gonna switch so so there's two things that i'm thinking here either he's gonna take one year off yeah and then it's gonna be one of those deals like oh man you know you just can't take the you know the the competitor out of competition and he's gonna take one year off and he's gonna say you know what i'm going back with Bassmaster. you know yep. just because that's that's the way i gotta do it and you know uh after after heavy heavy consideration oh, yeah. i just like the I, I like the schedule of the Bassmaster opens yep. this year the best well hell he don't even need to do Bassmaster opens he'd get nope. a legends exemption yep, he'd get an exemption yep so but he, but he he likes the schedule it's yep. nothing against major league fishing <laughs> but he just really likes the and schedule just, over just, there this year and better. just the format of the four-day tournaments instead of like the week long <sighs> yeah, deal you yeah. know and just like it's easier on this him group you know this, i'm in this yeah. group today and that group and it just uh, yeah yep that's that's what it is yep. or or i could see him getting into um maybe maybe some sort of a commentating role i could uh i don't know if there's much of that on like maybe one of the guys on Bassmaster is <clears throat> gonna retire or something like that and get out of it and they bring him in but uh you know it, i i don't know i don't know i i mean would he go i i don't see them getting rid of uh lisa talmage as uh um the tournament director i don't think he wants i don't think he would be that's not him. him. No, that's I don't not think, him. I don't think so. I think it would kill. I think it's 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 kind of like with a little compared to like a professional football player. It's like you can't. You either got to be fully retired, or you know, you can't be around it as much because you just can always have that bug and want to do it. And it's going to be well if I'm here anyways for it. I might as well fish the darn things. You don't think he could even go into the announcers booth? I don't. I don't know. It'd be tough for him. Yeah, I really do think it'd be tough for him. You know, Bass Talk Live, after he dropped that video today, just this afternoon, Bass Talk Live, Matt Pangrak already had KVD on along with Zona. Right. And I didn't I didn't listen to it. I didn't watch it. But, uh, I mean, it was like. Mm, I could see him doing know. something with Zona since they're good, such good friends and stuff like doing that. Doing a TV show or something like uh, that. Be, or, like being in on the TV show with him. I mean, he's been on enough TV shows. Like if he wanted to do his own similar to what Zona does. I think it would be very popular. I think that a lot of people would watch it. I mean, he always does the text or the tips and tricks and the techniques and all that stuff with some of those things and they're always really popular. So I mean, if he wants to go down that avenue, he'll be highly successful with that too. Yep. But either way, uh 20 uh 2024, no, nah, not 2024. 2025 uh back with Bassmaster. Uh, even if he makes it that far, I mean, he could just do the old Tom Brady thing and just switch teams and keep going because it really was a lackluster retirement. I mean, in my eyes, you know, KVD is the best of all time because that's who, like, I grew up watching, I mean, with Bass and all that stuff, and that's how he built his legacy. And the last how many years that he's been in with MLF and – I mean, he's won a couple tournaments and stuff like that, but, he, you know, 
they didn't really hold him. The prestige wasn't there for him at that one, right? At, at that in, in that league, and I just I just don't really think that. I just feel kind of bad for how he's went out. I mean, he should be celebrated. Did a it lot tarnish more. his legacy? I don't by, think it tarnished his legacy. I think it did. I just I think it more just tarnished like his retirement, like him stepping away from it. I think that uh, you know people still look at him as one of the best of. To ever fish, but I think if he comes back to bass for a few he'll more years, he'll get the proper send off. When he eventually decides to yep. go, he will get the proper send off. Yeah, I, mean, I, I can agree with that. And if he doesn't, I mean, more power to him. I mean, I give credit, all the credit in the world to these guys that are, I mean, able to walk away when they're still, you know, pretty young and still relevant and stuff like that and competitive and just say, you know what? It's time to move on. I there's other avenues I want to go down. Like some people just hold on and hold on and hold on and I mean they might like Boyd Duckett to Major League Fishing. <laughs> right. Even even after Gerald Swindle and Jacob Peroznik and Brandon Polinick and Yeah, right. That yeah. I think it is. It's gonna be interesting to see what happens if they keep moving if guys to see what guys will come back next year now. Yeah. Who's gonna fish the opens this year it's always fun to see who's going to fish the opens this year just you know that it's like all right those, those yep that guy's ready to back. roll yep that, that guy's ready to, to get back. out of there but so. like we've talked about before it's, it's good having both both of them in a sense because we get exposed to other fishermen that we didn't know were out there oh I mean, no doubt about it that no are doubt really about it there's there's enough able to yep. move up and i'm mean, now mlf guys i don't know i couldn't tell you something like the new young guns that are coming to yep. mlf but bass it's like it's really opened the door for a lot of these younger guys not even younger guys just guys that have always kind of been there knocking on the door and just have never really been able to kick it down yep and now you know they have so yep uh like we mentioned earlier uh next retirement james holst um and i i don't know if uh, we can call it retirement but uh um put an end to uh the in-depth outdoors uh tv uh, I know James is kind of one of those guys that uh, um, some people absolutely love him. Some people don't like him as much, but uh, there's no denying the uh, um, the success of, of that TV show. Uh, you know, that, that video series, like, I, I mean, that's... To be around 17 years, is that what it is? I mean... Is that right? I mean, that's... Man, he... A pioneer That's really a truly a he's a pioneer i mean you know that what started off as as uh i kind of started off as some internet forums didn't it yeah you know kind of like uh fish addictions and uh you know they kind of grew it and i don't i don't know whatever happened you know it was always uh, uh james holst and pat mcsherry and then all of a sudden it went uh james holst and pj vick and and now i guess uh just the whole entire shit and works is is ending and um James had a big write-up on InDepthOutdoors.com. Apparently, uh, he had kind of started up a a media company, uh, In-Depth Outdoors Media. Uh, They were not only just doing outdoor filming, but doing uh, some commercials, doing some different stuff uh, uh, for different uh, um, non-outdoor-related companies. And uh, I didn't realize it, but apparently James Holst uh, uh, owned a, a big chunk of uh norse lithium batteries and yeah. uh the way he kind of made it sound i would say uh it was over 50 percent like uh controlling stake because he kind of made it out to be that uh he 
could give the green light on the sale of the business. So, uh, um, pretty interesting stuff, but, uh, he decided to sell both of them, uh, I believe both to the same buyer. Um, and, uh, now he's going to be working along with them, uh, kind of doing some, um, chief financial officer or something like that. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. In- interesting. Not, I, I didn't see that one coming. Neither did I. I thought that would be a TV show that would just kind of last, you know, as long as it could go. I mean, it, it was kind of a surprise to see that it was ending. I guess what I'm really interested in is, is, you know, for a guy like James Holst, you know, if, uh, um, if, if you do own the whole media deal, you know, in-depth outdoors media, I guess it, it, it's kind of wild to me that a guy like PJ Vic doesn't say like, you know what, uh, let me buy those cameras and, right. uh, or, or just flat out hire the same people that are already doing it. You know, now you just got to pay for it instead. But, uh, I would think that what it would cost to pay them, um, you know, to come along with you on these trips to turn around and, you know, within three, four days, edit up a video, um, that, you know, that you could pull that much money from sponsorship dollars. And, and maybe that's not, well, maybe uh, that's right, not, exactly. you know, I mean, I'll be honest last week, I was really surprised when Mike Howe said $15,000 is what, uh, um, the NAIFC brought in, in a year on right. sponsorship dollars. I mean, I was thinking it was going to be substantially Something higher more. than that. Yep. And, uh, um, I guess I was wrong, obviously, but, uh, um, you know, I I would have thought, uh, you know, James Holes between, you know, Strike Master suits and, and uh, Norse Glithium batteries and, and yeah. you know, I don't know, hell, I don't even remember who they all had uh, sponsoring them, but I just would have really thought that, you know, well, that's worth $10,000, that's worth $5,000, that, you know, whatever. And uh, if it costs you, you know, $5,000 to have these camera crew come along and turn around and, and whip around... I don't know. I thought it would have paid for itself, but uh, um, I could be wrong on that. Uh, well, be interesting to see. Maybe, uh, maybe next year PJ Vic comes out and and he's yeah, got in depth I mean, outdoors, and you know him and Connor Kleiss just kick ass. Those two. Who right, knows? Who yeah. knows? I know that he had said that a lot of the people that were employed under him are still, I mean, still working for the company and everything like that. So. Maybe they do decide that, you know, the, the TV show was very popular and, you know, we need to keep that going. But do you – here's a question for you, Scott. Do you think that, like, the TV – the outdoors, like, TV shows are kind of on the downward spiral for, you know, the YouTube stuff and – I, you know what I mean by that? Yep, I, I definitely – that that the people that are doing more of the vlogging form right. of, of – uh, so – I, I think that the people like a fish addictions TV and in-depth outdoors a Jason Mitchell um, Tom Boley and and I guess Tom Boley is is probably not that way um, Tom Boley's probably more of the vlogger style but uh I, th- I think that uh, if you want to put out a good episode um, you know once a week throughout the ice season make it semi live you know yep. within the last week or whatever. I think that there is still a spot in the industry for you. Um, I think the hardest thing is the way that YouTube, um, the way that YouTube works, like with the algorithms, you know, I, uh, I, I, 
and I'll be honest, like this winter, I haven't watched much of anything. Like I never missed a Sobies episode. Right. Yeah. I never missed a Fish and More episode. I never missed a Jay Siemens episode. I never missed, you know, I, I watched all those guys religiously, even right. last year. And now this year with a two-year-old, I'm watching a lot of Curious George. <laughs> right. yeah, but, yeah, that's for sure. But, um, you know, the the same can be said for this Curious George, though. Like, you go upstairs and you turn on my TV, you flip on YouTube, and it's Curious George, Coco Melon, uh, uh, Bob the Builder, like whatever. The same style videos come up and come up and come up where... You know, when, when I would, when I used to go onto my YouTube and Sobe, you know, I, I watched all Sobe stuff when they would have a new video, it, it would be on there. And yep. so I would click on it and I'd watch it and, and whatever. I think the hardest thing is like the in-depth outdoors, they do 10 episodes, you know, for 10 weeks in the winter time. And then they don't do anything for the next, you know, right. for, yeah. for the next 40 weeks of the year. And then all of a sudden they, they kick it back in again. And I think it takes them five weeks just to get the algorithm going again, you know, to get on people's, uh, uh, and I think that's probably where the biggest thing is. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure that there's still a boatload of people that plan on watching it every single week, um, and, and do watch it every single week. But, uh, I definitely think, you know, the, the Jay Siemens, the Sobies, the the Mindak Outdoors, you know, that's where a lot more people are, are getting their content these days. Oh, I definitely, I, I'd agree with you there. I mean, you don't see many people tuning in on, I don't know what the numbers are like on, we'll say like Fox Sports North on Sunday mornings and, you know, Saturday mornings. They show a bunch of different, you know, like Jason Mitchell Outdoors is on there, Keys Outdoors and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Like you said, I think the convenience of people having their phones and you can watch it on your phone when you're when you're doing something, pop your headphones in, everything like that. So just the convenience of it, I think that it's it's going more to the, like the streaming stuff, like you know, along those lines than what just the regular TV show is anymore. Yeah. When and I mean that is how in depth outdoors. You know, they they are a, a YouTube based yeah. deal, and and so I think that's uh, uh, probably what has helped them. Um, because some people don't have Fox Sports North. Right. You know, I mean, everyone, everyone's got a phone. Everyone's got a, well, I shouldn't say everyone, but most people have a TV that you can get YouTube on or, or have you, you have a laptop or whatever. Uh, definitely easier. But for those people that don't have cable or, or what have you, um, you know, a couple of them are a little bit tougher. Do you have a list, a top five list of your favorite fishing shows of all time? Uh my favorite fishing shows or yeah. like uh um, shows it, they, i guess they can be like youtube, YouTube channels and everything like that too but uh you know yeah i can i can probably uh um i would say and in 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 no particular order um i'm gonna say jay siemens Sobe, um I'll I'll throw in depth outdoors in there. I'll probably throw Jason Mitchell, and I will throw. Hmm, I don't know who that last one's gonna be. I used to really like John B. Okay. I I just not not even that I as much liked his content. In fact, like I actually didn't like him. Like I was like, God, this guy's a moron. <laughs> but he is a really good videographer. Like. 
had really cool right. shots. And you, and and, you, and, I mean, you got to give credit to those guys yep. too that are really good with that stuff. Ah, uh, man, I don't, I, I really don't know who I would pick for my fifth one. Huh? Who do you got? Well, I would say definitely in Fisherman TV. I, you know, grew up watching a lot of that stuff, uh, watching a lot of their videos. Yeah. Along that, those lines, uh, Linder's Angling Edge is always a good one. I have a bunch of their DVDs, and again, I watched a lot of their TV shows when they'd have them on on Sunday mornings or Saturday mornings. Uh, Hank Parker, I grew up watching Hank Parker. Instead of cartoons, I watched a lot of that. Always, I mean, theme song, whenever it comes on, you can just start singing along with it or humming along with it. I've always enjoyed the Bassmaster series that ESPN always does, be able to turn it on there and watch the tournament recaps and, you know, them dive in more depth of what happened in the tournaments. So I've spent a lot of time watching that as well, uh, even though, like, now you can watch it live. Right. But it's still kind of fun to watch them edit it and, you know, go through all that stuff. So I still find myself watching that quite a bit. And... um then another one, let's see what else, that's four of them. I guess my fifth one, I'd probably throw in, you know, I grew up with Babe Winkleman a lot. Yeah. Watching Babe Winkleman stuff. Uh, the segment with uh, his wife Chris in, in the kitchen with Chris was always fun too to see what different recipes that she was going to, you know, get in there. But those, those are kind of the ones I grew up with and that were kind of the black television and, based. They're black, black and white, and white TV, right? yeah. We'd have to, if I wanted to watch it, you know, I said I had the DVDs of them. I'd have to get the old roll, the film roll out and <laughs> put it on there and click, 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 put, pull the big, or the white screen down so I could watch it. So, nope. <laughs> yep, that, uh, everything, everything you need, uh, right back on the, uh, uh, VHS. Back, uh, back, you back remember, when we could yeah. catch fish without electronics. <laughs> yep. So, uh, a couple other things. Uh, South Dakota fishing license. Uh, we're 14 days, uh, two weeks into uh, the new license now. But uh, uh, for those of us out of staters that uh, aren't going there all the time, uh, get that taken care of. Uh, you know, just the cool $100 bill uh, heading over <laughs> to the state of South Dakota. Whatever. I, you, you cross your fingers and hope that it's going to good things, even though I'm sure everyone will bitch about fisheries management that way too. But uh, uh, either way, whatever is what it is, uh, get a new fishing license. Um, uh, Minnesota's, I think, is actually coming up here too at the end of the month. So, end of the I month, mean, okay. Start, start keeping that in your brain to get that thing renewed because I think, I'm pretty sure like walleye season ends in Minnesota like at the end of February, like the 28th or something like that. So, okay. Okay. I guess I'd have to look. Don't quote me on it, but. Yep. Uh, also got some dudes out at uh, Lake Cascade. Uh, um, there's there's a handful of them out there, and it looks like everyone is freaking cracking them. Yeah, it does not look like there's many small fish being caught. I mean, I'm sure there's small fish getting caught, but there's a lot of big fish getting caught. Yep. Uh, truly kind of crazy, you know, because uh, um, the last few years you've kind of heard a lot of people talk about, you know, uh, you know, cascade, uh, uh, you know, probably on the downward swing and, uh, um, you know, should have been here four years ago, should have been here five years ago. You know, yeah. man, if you're, if you're going to do it, you better do it this year because you know, it's, it's going downhill and it's going downhill fast. And, um, I, I don't, I, I obviously can't speak on <laughs> a place that I've never been, but, uh, uh, judging by Facebook, it doesn't look like it's sucking. No, not at all. I mean, 
there's like I said, some of them perch getting caught. I I couldn't even imagine seeing one in person. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, what Mike Riley? Freaking! I don't know how big that damn thing yeah, was, but two it was something. I mean, it was closer to three, three than pound, it was to two. Right. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Pretty incredible. Uh, um, I don't know. I I think. Uh, you know, obviously, person wants to get to Fort Peck. Person wants to get to Lake Winnipeg. Person wants to get to Cascade. And gal, dang it, guy, I don't know. You know, here's here's another year that it ain't happening for me. And and uh, realistically, it ain't happening next year. It ain't happening the year after that. So, uh, um, whatever. Never hurts to. Never hurts to. Uh, Gotta always have dreams, right? That's right. That's you never right. know when all of a sudden one day somebody's gonna be like, hey we're going you're coming along and it's just like well okay and maybe the stars will align and yep you'll get it okayed by everybody and everybody you go who do you, who do you mean who do you mean by everyone <laughs> the same everybody i gotta get it okayed with so. yep. Yep. <laughs> all right uh pizza review uh we're gonna do I'm, I'm gonna do go ahead and do the same exact pizza review that matt did last week uh um what'd you give it a nine two Nine two. When when somebody tells me that they give a nine two to a pizza, uh, that I'm right there, yeah, that makes me say, "All right, uh, I better find out for myself." And I've got to tell you, it did not disappoint. Uh, that was the lots of matzah breakfast pizza, and uh, a lot of lots the same with Matt. Uh, um, first first bite, uh, nice, good, thin crust. Uh, thin crust is not something you really think about when you think of a breakfast pizza. No, you don't. Usually it's a little bit thicker, a little hardier crust. Yeah, you know, almost like a biscuit crust. Right. Yeah, that's right. And uh, um, this is not like that. A nice, thin crust. Um, lots of matzah. Obviously, good toppings. They've never been... Uh, um, y- you're you're never gonna see the sauce no. on a lots of matzo pizza. That's nope. that's not uh, that's not how they do it. They, they don't skimp. Yep, they're not afraid to charge you for it. But uh, you're you're gonna know that you you got something. You pick up a lots of matzo pizza, and I mean it's a, you 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 know you got something in your hands there. Uh, so the toppings were good. Um, like Matt, like Matt, uh, mentioned last week, uh, I think they're normally eleven ninety nine, and they Something were on, like on sale or maybe they're ten ninety nine. Uh, but they were on sale, I believe, believe it was either seven, I think it was seven ninety nine, possibly. Yeah. Um, yeah, either way, like uh, you know, basically 25% off, uh, Matt gave it a 9.2. I'm going to go ahead and give it an 8.6. And, uh, that's, that's uh, fair. It, you know, I'd, I'd say if you meet in the middle at an 8-9, uh, yeah. that's, uh, that's a solid pizza that. score right there. Definitely. And, uh, I mean, so so I'll tell you, breakfast pizza, I mean, again, semi-professional. Uh, I ordered a Casey's breakfast pizza on uh, Saturday morning, and then I backed it up with a lots and lots of breakfast pizza on Sunday morning. And Casey's breakfast pizza, I mean... You'd you'd be pretty hard pre- hard pressed to find a guy in Iowa that don't like Casey's I was breakfast say, pizza. It's kind of a legendary kind of a thing. So I mean, it's it's really a big deal. And uh, I, me, Grady, uh, we all talked about it. Uh, we're going to give the edge to Lots Matzi even over Casey's. Uh, I think so too. For one, you don't have the grease factor, so well, that's that's one thing <laughs> that helps out with it. And uh, like you said, that crust—it's not 
too thick. God, so I liked that crust. I, I love the thin crust. Yeah, I, I, it, really, it really was good. I mean, if you guys are listening to this, we've had a couple of requests for a breakfast pizza review. So, I mean, you can't find a lot of breakfast pizza, frozen pizzas that I know of. I mean, yeah. I'm sure that there is more out there than what I know. But uh, definitely go get yourself one of the lots of matzas. You won't be disappointed. Nope. Nope, you won't. Uh um, so yep, whatever is what it is. Uh, we're going to spend a little extra time cause I snubbed our buddy Austin last <laughs> week. Uh, we, uh, didn't even freaking mention it and I apologize. And, uh, the very next night I was driving home and I'm like, you know what? We never freaking talked about, uh, so mm-hmm. I gave him a call and I, uh, I said, Hey man, I apologize. And he's like, no big deal. If you know, Austin, that's, uh, <laughs> It's a pretty laid back cat right there. Yeah, sure. uh, so uh, he said, no big deal, whatever. So uh, um, Freedom Brew, Larchwood, Iowa, absolutely the best damn coffee shop, period. It and is. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm a professional uh, frozen pizza eater, semi-professional coffee drinker. Um, so, so take my word for it. Yeah. You know, it's another great option if you're looking for a Valentine's Day Ooh. gift. If you're in the area, swing through there, get a gift card. I mean, you bring home a freaking caramel frappe yep. and a dozen yep. or and a, and a, a bag of wax worms or, or something <laughs> like that. You're gonna be extra busy tonight. <laughs> you might be having twins in yeah. nine months. <laughs> you uh, you uh, go ahead and just bring that coffee and bait on inside, but you can leave your pants in the garage because it's about to go down. That's right. But uh, that's right. No, definitely the best coffee and other drinks. You know they have all kinds of different things there too. They got some donuts and some biscuits and gravy at times. Oh too, yeah. So yep. Nope, but uh, Matt, I know you do have a good news story. I do have a good news story. What you got? Mine is going to be our friend, Dusty Rodiak. Yep. He uh, he won the 2023 Clam Trap Attack uh, Clam Slam. So it's a Clam Slam award is given to the angler who catches the largest combined length of a single walleye, bluegill, and crappie during tournament hours in the Clam track ta- Trap Attack uh, Virtual Ice Fishing Tournaments hosted by Fish Donkey. Um, competing against over 600 other anglers, Dusty's 28.5-inch walleye, 14-inch crappie, and 9.75-inch uh, bluegill stringer combined for a total of 52 and a quarter inches and is enough to uh, win Dusty the prize. So congratulations, Dusty. I mean, I know he fishes hard for it and uh it was definitely something that was well earned it wasn't something that just accidentally happened it wasn't like he was just out and happened to catch oh wow you know i caught this i caught that i mean so pretty cool to see uh especially when it's somebody you know yep yep so hats off to dusty yep uh my good news story uh i guess we kind of flat out forgot to talk about it earlier but uh we did get out fishing uh this last weekend and uh, I don't know if this is a good news story or a bad news story, but uh, um, I got the beat down from you. I got the beat down from Adam Top, but I especially got the beat down from Grady. Uh, that's uh, that's my 14-year-old son who out. I'll I'll tell you right now, he outfished me 10 to 1. <laughs> he and, was uh, lipping some rips over there, or ripping some lips over there, lipping some rips. And uh, I I sucked. I I don't know what the hell was going on. Um, 
it it was uh it was a pretty eye-opening deal uh uh matt came over there with uh um some really really light micro uh uh rods and grady had a 13 rod that really had a micro tip and i did not have that and and uh uh, dealing with crappies uh, with that upbite, uh, yeah. you guys could see it, and I could not. And uh, um, yeah, definitely. Um, whatever. Like I said, I don't know if that's a good news story. Mo- probably more a bad news story. But uh, hooked on hard waters a week away too. And uh, uh, Kansas City Chiefs won the Super Bowl. There's 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 some good things to be. Uh, oh some yeah, good things to be said. Were you but, rooting for the Chiefs or the Eagles? You know, I uh, I like Andy Reid. I, I feel right. like me and Andy Reid probably got a lot in common. Probably, probably sit down and eat some burgers down, and yeah, yeah, and put down a couple frozen pizzas. Yeah, like. yeah. I feel like me and Andy Reid would get along really good, but uh, I think that Jalen Hurts is a cool cat too. Right, I like him. Yeah, so he's uh, a pretty cool, common collective. Yep, uh, I, I was good either way. Um, so I was really too. Yep, I'm, I'm glad it was a good game. Uh, it was. It was kind of fun to text the group our bass fishes group and uh see what everybody's thoughts on the score was gonna yep. be so yeah you were only one off <laughs> right you were only one off and uh um no i think uh it, it was a good game uh i think that was kind of not great that that penalty happened right at the end do i think it was possibly a penalty yeah probably i don't know that that's really the time to call it but you know like them damn refs you you just you you can't win either way you know yeah. that freaking two weeks ago lebron james is crying on the floor like a little baby back bitch because <laughs> you know he does he, he doesn't right. get a call, call and now him, yeah. you know now this time you know god dang it they shouldn't have called it like man can't win i don't know i'm glad i'm not a ref but uh either way whatever uh um yeah was there any commercials that you like more than others I just, well i don't know there was one commercial where apparently they pretended like somebody had like the the channel was like changing or whatever right and Kayla had just taken off to go to the gym, and I thought she was, like, changing the YouTube TV on her phone, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> you better not be. And so I I, I actually, like, I flipped it back, and I called her, and I'm like, hey, you trying to watch TV on your phone? And she's like, no, I'm reading a book on my Kindle. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, huh. All right, well, so whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, they freaking... I wonder how many they, arguments they button hooked me. Yeah, how many arguments that commercial? A lot, a lot. But uh, I just any more of the commercials kind of they're not as funny as they. Ah, they're they lame, used man. To be. I mean, people are trying to be too sentimental. I absolutely hate it when they do the, bring in the dogs. No, they, don't they even, need, don't leave even. the dogs out of it. Yeah, I think that's the petition that we need to get going around. Leave yeah, the dogs. Ain't, ain't out nothing of it. cool. A grown man crying during the Super Bowl. No, exactly right. <laughs> now back to the game. You're yeah. like. <laughs> all right yeah all right yeah hit come myself on, on the nose yeah, yeah. <laughs> come on Chiefs, let's yeah. go you yeah. know but yeah uh then no i just want stupid funny yep. you know you can't go wrong with you know the old was up commercials right. you, know, but, right. <laughs> you know just just things like that that are i think they overthink this stuff too now too much and everybody wants to be sentimental so yep. i don't know do you any good food did i have any good food yeah did you have like a Super Bowl spread, or did you guys order in some food or something like that? Or I had two bowls of Honey Nut Cheerios <laughs> and a peanut butter sandwich. <laughs> that sounds like a hell of a Super <laughs> that Bowl. That was my Super Bowl spread. 
That was my Super Bowl spread. I thought about it as I was eating it. I'm like, I bet you I'm the only dumb sucker that's eating freaking Honey Nut Cheerios tonight. But uh, Everybody else has posted smoked wings yep. and brisket and all this stuff. And- yeah, I had I had pizza to make, and I just didn't. Uh, I, I had had Pizza Ranch yesterday for lunch. I had the uh, the frozen pizza yesterday for breakfast, and I thought, man, I, I don't know if I can do it for all three. Right. I mean, I could have. Well, I know you could have. So. Could have, so... Alrighty, guys. Uh, that is uh, that's the episode this week. Um, we're hoping uh, we're hoping we got a pretty cool one uh, coming next week, and uh, um, then obviously the week after that, uh, probably uh, some sort of a hooked on hard water uh, review. Maybe get uh, somebody from out there to to hop on the show, um, whatever. But uh, uh, thank you guys for joining this week. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Later. Later.